0: This is Dear Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal Constitution here with the 144th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons who pulled out a dramatic victory last night over the Philadelphia Eagles, stopping that three-game losing streak and atoning uh, for those losses all up in Philadelphia. We're going to title this episode, Falcons Bounce Back in Dramatic Fashion. And we're going to hear from Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Jake Matthews as they break down the key play of the game, the 54-yard touchdown pass. To Julio Jones on fourth and three with the game on the line. Let's go first here to Jake Matthews, who had the key block to spring Julio Jones. So it's 4th and 3, the game's on the line. Uh, you know, there's a call comes in, then take
1: over from there, what did you do? We ran a screen, and uh, I don't want to give too much away, but we executed like- it really well. <laughs> like, I tried to take a good release, and then... Um, Mo and Boo set it up perfect and I just had to do try to do my job and you know they would do the rest so we yeah. so worked out well in practice it's like, yes, yeah, we, we practiced it just like that and obviously in practice things are easier than the game but um, it, it felt really good for it to work yeah. I just synchronized perfectly like that so it was, I still don't have my voice because I was yelling so loud after that but uh, it, was, it was a good feeling the block that sprung yeah yeah, hey, we really
0: don't make the play, though, so I'm just gonna go. Jake, Thanks, uh, Jake last week obviously didn't go your guys' way, but uh standpoint is that you would just Jake Matthews on his key block here for the Bowtie Chronicles Podcast. Jake Matthews breaking it down on the uh, key block there that sprung. Julio Jones, and then uh, Julio basically tells us what happens next. Once he gets the block, uh, you know, let's hear it from Julio. What's, what's happening when, when you come off the block and you see it open up, and all of a sudden you're off on of the race? What, what, take me through that thought process. Um, like I so said, initially it's 12 and 3. You
1: know, uh, my number gets called, it's okay, get the first down. And then uh, once it opened up the way it did, it was a foot race. You know, just play himself like Let's go Can't let in catch kitchen. All
0: right, thank you guys, you. Thank, you. thank you. Thank you, thank you. Julio on the foot race. No question about it. And uh, in the foot race, think you better be wise to go with Julio Jones. Here's quarterback Matt Ryan. Uh, yeah, uh, Matt, can you walk us through the fourth down and three call, the throw, the catch, the block, the score? That's nice. <laughs> That's a good change. Uh, yeah, it was a great
1: play call by Dirk. Uh, we came out, we had a different concept call, but knew if we got the look we were going to get uh, with all out pressure, we were going to check to um, to what we checked to. And then, you know, Muhammad's new, and and uh, and Jake Matthews did a great job of, of getting the blocks we needed. To get that play started. And then Julio in space, you know, the best receiver in the game. It's um, it was a great call at the right time, just what we needed. And, you know, for an up and down game, I was proud of the way everybody battled and made the play, you know, when we needed to. Matt, just how significant is this for the psyche of the team? Well, I think
0: it's, it's important when you go through these tough battles against good teams, uh, and it doesn't all go
1: your way. I mean, there's ups and downs, and, and you find a way to kind of battle through that and get the job done. Uh, those are the things that good teams do, and, and you find ways to, to get it done when it's not perfect. Uh, I think that's really good for the psyche of our team. Uh, you know, that's going to help us in, in critical situations as we move forward. The more you do it, the more you're successful doing it, the more confident you're going to be when you're in those situations. Then a couple things. First of all, after the touchdown, the touchdown you'll get it it seemed like you looked at the sideline twice, we were pointing to a couple of people. Or were you just looking generically at the sideline? I couldn't tell you what was going on. At that time. <laughs> yeah, just running around okay. you when know, you're like ten years old. Okay, that was okay. And the second question is, um, when you're having a game like you had, you know, you make some throws. You don't want to. didn't want to make obviously which I, I know you're programmed to just reset and go forward. But I mean, is
0: it is it difficult? And what's your thoughts? In that huddle kind of before that series
1: starts. Yeah, I mean, this was the type of game where it's probably the most all-out pressure I've seen uh, in my entire career, consistently throughout the course of the game. Um, and so when you're going against that, there's going to be feast and famine. You know, there's going to be some really good stuff for us, and then there's going to be some stuff that, you know, doesn't go our way. Tonight, you know,
0: turning the football over
1: three times, You know, that's, it's hard to win in this league when you do that. But... You keep telling yourself, all right, the score is, you know, where it's at. Uh, we're in good position to go get the job done. Forget what's happened up until this point. Concentrate on the play call that's coming in. Trust what you're seeing on the other end, and then go out there and execute the best you can.
0: Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan going through the psyche of the team, how it all came together there on that last play to lift the Falcons to victory. Now, of course, they weren't in the clear. The Eagles came back down the field, got into the red zone there. Uh um, man hit on a 4th and 14 the Falcons were playing the sticks and the Eagles decided to blow by the sticks and go deep and connect it on a 44 yard bomb to Nelson Aguar. now Nelson had also dropped a pass earlier in the uh, series where he was behind the secondary so you know this was uh, some things uh, you know had to go the Falcons way here but it was a tough one to um, pull out and they were able to pull it, pull it out a couple other stars from the game Desmond Trufant with two interceptions uh, Keanu Neal and Isaiah Oliver made the key stop on the fourth down when um, you know Zach Ertz they went to Zach Ertz their big tight end trying to pick up the third down uh, the pass rush also was pretty good Falcons had three sacks, one by Vic Beasley, one Adrian Claiborne, one by Grady Jarrett, and ten quarterback hits on Wentz, who was able to escape uh, a lot of the times. And, and the Falcons will, you know, work on that to get uh, their tackling down in those instances here. So, you know, uh, we've got everything covered there. We need to hear from one of the defenders. I think I'll go. I got Grady, True and Keano. Uh Keanu made the big tackle, but uh, you know, he's uh he doesn't uh, he's a little short with his answers, but let's go to him anyway. Keanu, on the last play there, uh, wouldn't y'all y'all had Ertz down, but, you know, short of the marker. I'm sorry. Uh, on the last play, when y'all got uh, the tackle on Ertz, uh-huh. when did you realize he was short of the first down to secure the win? When I looked over. Uh-huh. You saw it? Uh-huh. You know, the biggest thing was making sure he wasn't. Uh, after the tackle, we mm-hmm. looked over and, uh-huh. So short. How hard fought was this game? You guys, a lot of ebb and flow. You had the lead, lost it, was able to go back and get it. These games are awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, it shows the resiliency. It shows, um, you know, how we battle for each other. Mm-hmm. And, and we stick together. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, you know, defense, um, you know, after last week, guys it feel to be able to bounce back and uh, be key in this victory? Uh, it feels good. You know, it's all about, you know, focusing on the next and, mm-hmm. you know, we focused on the preparation of this game and um, getting ready for it and, and the show. And the run defense, I didn't look um, after halftime, but it was, you know, it was like um, 11 for 27, 32 yards. It wasn't a whole lot. And I don't think it was a whole lot of the game. But uh, what did y'all do to say, hey, put your foot down with the run defense? You talked about putting out the fire uh, early last week. Just attacking, you know, being aggressive and uh-huh. getting after it. And uh, you feel, uh, guys uh, did that as a group. collectively for oh, yeah, y'all. Sure. Okay. How does it feel just to have this when I'll be, you know, back at one and one, uh, you know, as you're coming back from everything? It feels great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we made mistakes throughout the game, but, mm-hmm. you know, we stayed together and we're resilient and came out with a W. Now celebrating this on to the next. Right, thank you. Uh, There it is. Keanu Neal. Uh, Good job there. Uh, Better interview than I thought uh, from transcribing it, but he was quite upfront about the tackling Uh, on the last play. He looked over and saw it was uh, short. And then he gave his boys credit for attacking on defense to stop the run game of the Eagles. Uh, Left my sheet upstairs, but I think it's 49 yards on 21 carries. Definitely 2.3 yards per crack. Hey, you do that every Sunday, you're going to be in pretty good shape against uh, a lot of the quarterbacks around the league. Because you're going to be telling the quarterback, hey, you got to beat us because you can't run the ball. And uh, they didn't do that in Minnesota. They did it on Sunday against the Eagles, but yeah, they had a good quarterback there who did try to beat them. Uh, it wasn't; they weren't in the clear to late, but they got it done, twenty-four to twenty, on Sunday Night Football against the Philadelphia Eagles. It was a uh, dramatic win, absolutely dramatic, with the fifty-four-yard touchdown reception by Julio Jones left three thirteen on the clock and we saw last year where the defense didn't stand up or couldn't stand up in these situations. We saw the AJ Green touchdown against the Bengals late. Where Isaiah Oliver was a rookie and on the field. And we saw late another late one against the Saints, you know, and that kind of sent the Falcons spiraling. But uh get this win Game two, in this type of fashion, uh, didn't play perfect. Quarterback threw three interceptions. Uh, you know, they had uh, had a turnover advantage, then gave it right back. You know, 3-3, ended up being 3-3. So, But to be able to pull out a win, it's a lot easier to fix those things coming off a W than if it had went the other way. So with that, we're going to close here. With the 144th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Like Keanu Neal said, hopefully you celebrate it. And now we'll move on to the next game against the Indianapolis Coats. We'll preview them on Wednesday in the next episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Take care and have a great week.
1: hip-hop is a product of black people it's a product of black song and celebration
0: the atlanta journal constitution presents hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the south a southern hip-hop story we always go back to that moment of the source awards Everybody wants a rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop.
1: Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop.
0: 50 years. No one can deny. One film.
1: The power of the South now.
0: The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.